Matt. You're amazing. Welcome to the Knackered Football Show, everybody. Uh, welcome to those listening in the car park at, outside the station, indeed. Um, on the show today, we welcome Mr. Matt Makin. Um, he of Turnstile Blues fame, amongst other things. Hello, Matt. Hello, Graham. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too right, bad. You can put your clothes back on now and climb well, off the table. Yeah, I've, I've left the tie off for you. <laughs> <laughs> left the tie on, you mean. Yeah, That's the well. only thing. That's what you mean. <laughs> um, Right, we're going to talk, you, you're partly on here because we've got a new Turnstile Blues coming out, haven't mm, we? Yes, new, yes. The this new Saturday. fanzine, which is always, always, although I often get there just a minute or two too late, and you've all gone to the game, as if that's more important than selling me a Turnstile Blues magazine, but hey-o. Um, I'll try and get there two minutes before kick-off this weekend and see if I can pick one up <laughs> beforehand. Um, so, we'll talk about that in a minute, yeah, or... Or do you want to do? What do you want to talk about the Turnstile Blues first, or do you, should we just talk about the town and get that out of the way? Should we get? Should we get? I think we ought to cover we, the town first. Absolutely, and we look at tweets and all this yeah. uh, weird and wonderful stuff. Um, how's it been for you then, season so far? Um, what do you think? Well, if you if you'd asked me a few weeks ago, it was it was a bit middling, but we the nice little upturn of form in the new year. Mm. It's, um, it's made it all a little bit enjoyable again. Who knew a, a settled team equals? Um, Positive results. Yes, as we were saying in the green room, uh, other colours are available. Um, it seems that uh, certain words must have been said after the Lincoln away game. Yeah, I, 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 that's it's the club's sort of biggest or biggest open secret, really. I think that there was a, a meeting between players and Lambert mm. after the five-three. Um, and uh, fair's fair to Lambert. He's obviously taken what the senior players have said on board. Skews Lambert. Um, Lambert. Chambers, Chamber, even, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm putting him back, putting him in a playing squad. Um, and he's probably still good enough to be fair. Well, well, I mean, he won the Champions League. I think he doesn't like to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, not more than once a week, anyway. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, but he, he seems to have taken that on board, and we've gone back to a, a settled side, really gone back to that three-five-two that was working well for us earlier in the season, and it's been a few decent games, really. Um, I really think probably the Oxford and even the Tranmere games would have been a bit different if it been the states of the respective pitches have been better really. Yes. I thankfully, um I say I should have been going to the Oxford game when it was on a Saturday and uh, obviously couldn't couldn't do the, the Tuesday night and I watched it on iFollow instead and uh, watching the rain sweeping in before kick off and I thought, actually you know what, I, I don't mind being at home in the warm to watch this. No, it much. was it was um, quite horrific. And that, that long stop seemed to really take the the wind out of the sails for both teams, mm. really us and Oxford and the game never really got going again after that. Um, and I listened to the listened to the Tranmere game on Radio Suffolk on Saturday, and again it sounded like it probably probably would have been a more. We were still trying to play a passing game, but we we're kind of getting a bit stuck by the the ball getting stuck in the sands in the channel. So it it seems upturn in form, and we've still got Kane Vincent Young to come back. I know that Teddy Bishop's bonus, coming back to form. Oh, absolutely. Apparently, so yeah. well, not apparently. He is. He seems to be. Uh, seems to be doing quite well. So there's an option there for that that number ten role if if Judge isn't playing up to standard we've got an option on the bench at the moment so mm. I'm, I'm feeling more positive than I was over Christmas really I kind of thought the wheels might be falling off and we'd be having um, sort of the season that Portsmouth and Sunderland did with their long runs in the trophy last yeah, season but... yeah you see I was, I was quite happy to get knocked out of all these cups everyone you know wanted the cup run but no then and, and I don't think Lambert worked one either, did he? No, he really did. It's almost <laughs> kind of a kind of Reggie Perrin style situation. He was doing his best to try and get out of the Cubs, but mm. he kept yeah, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. Um, 
I think we, we've definitely benefited from the, the state of the league and that we've, we're still into on that really bad purple patch we had. And we're, we're still in touch at the top mm. two, really. Um, Wickham's season really seems to be taking a, a nosedive at the moment. They've lost, well, they did win last, their last week. Five, they did win last week. But they, oh, blokes, they lost the previous five, didn't they? Yeah, they got, got a bloke sent off. It was a rather dodgy sending off, I thought. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it on the video. But uh, and that, that cost them a penalty and a sending off, and then they were, then they lost 4-0 in the end, no. didn't they? But, they? They did happen to win when we could have gone into the top two yeah, of the weekend, though. Yeah. Um, I, got, I, I hopped in the car to pick Mrs. Maker up um, afterwards and uh, got out of the car and received a message on the Turnstile Blues WhatsApp group that Wickham had snatched a late victory oh, in the third I and um, yeah. I, I may have inadvertently used some naughty words and forgot I was in a public car park at the time <laughs> we could have said it on radio that would have been even worse well um, it could have been oh probably not don't worry uh, yeah we've now got of course quite uh, some big big games coming up haven't we with uh, Rotherham and um, Sunderland and um, what's the other one other big game that I'm thinking of Lincoln this Saturday. Oh, there's Lincoln. Obviously, that's, that's um, Peterborough as well. Peterborough, Peter, they're, they're, the, sure they're the three. Peterborough. I'm not sure if that is as big a game now because they won four nil yesterday. At they did. They did win. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm hoping that's a flash in the pan, really, because mm. they've they've dropped right now. They went down to ten. Well, they did drop down, but I mean, once you have a win, as mm. has just been seen with it, so it's you suddenly yeah. kick on again. So that, I think if any, yeah, anyone puts a run together, that yeah, that's, the, the the league is still really concertinaed. So. It's um, important to win this Saturday, isn't it? it yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, we need to really hate to use a tired cliche phrase. Push on from, from push the, on from what we've sort of this put push this on kind of form together. Yeah, um, I'm going to have a button where where we could just every so often go just push on. on. Just it just comes on with an echo. Push on. <laughs> right. Yeah. So before yeah. So we'll talk about the Lincoln game. Just you can make a little prediction at the end of the show, Matt. Um, but we'll look at tweets as they came as they came in. So these are in the order they came in. This is from uh, Mullet. Hello, Mullet. I love Will Keane. He starts every single tweet with yeah. this, and I agree with him because me and Mullet we've we've been singing Will Keane's praises before he got back in the first team, and all these doubters. Indeed, yeah. he's, he has proved them wrong. I've been he has very very impressed when he get back in the side. It's nice to, nice to have that option there. Yeah, and. Uh, Yes, and who else came back? Um, slower ball. Who, who else came back and looks rather good nowadays? Oh. Hmm. Is it a member of the clergy? Is it? I, I think it is. Yeah, I think so. yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> although bless him, he did he did admit that he because uh, slower ball was at the game on uh, Saturday and did, did he's sort of through clenched teeth did admit <laughs> that he liked the look of Bishop. Um, I love Will Keane. If you could spend an afternoon interviewing any ITFC figure, who, why, and what. Do you ask them? Oh, there you go, Matt. That's well, that's, you can answer that. That's, that's a, it's a very convenient question, and um, it, w- it would have been up until um, the production of this issue. Um, it could have been Leo Neal, which we we were quite lucky to actually speak to, and that's our flagship article. Well done, Mallet. You 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 did the advertising yeah. for him there. Cheers, mate. Checks in the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. I suppose Kino, would, uh, not Kino, um, Chamber would be a good one. Uh, Chambers would be a very good one, actually. I think he's especially if he's allowed to say everything he really wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it might even be you. I was talking to you back along when he did one of the player appearances at the Dove. Yes, um, it was him and Scoos, wasn't it? I think yeah, it was, that yeah, was a good quite, one. Quite, quite frank and fun. I got quite gutted. I missed that one. Really, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chambers would definitely be an interesting one to um, to have a chat with. Um, I mean, if you, you're talking past and present, Kevin Beatty, really. I only met him yeah. once very briefly, but I think 
That's, that's but the, he would speak to anyone anyway. He, would he wouldn't speak need to, to anyone, anyone anyway, anyway, He'd come up, he'd, you know, he's on the fans' trains, wasn't he? He'd come and sit next to you and have a natter. Yeah. A player and a half, one he and a guy and a half, to be honest. One. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Um, oh, and we have to celebrate Alf Ramsey's 100th birthday. Yes, yeah, that would be, that was, I mean, yeah, you could, you could chat for days with um, mm. everything that he did, and England as well, not just... Mm. Absolutely, yeah. What what he did with us? He sleeps just down the road from me because he's in the cemetery next to where, <laughs> where my house is, where our house is. Yeah, bless him. Um, so happy birthday, Sir Alf, if you can hear us. And Mrs. Nuts, um, can't believe we're facing Lincoln again for the fourteenth time this season. You're quite right there. <laughs> it does I'm, feel like that. I'm suffering from Lincoln fatigue and no running on the pitch. By the way, GB. Oh. Was that? I, I think I, I know what you're referring you to. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Nuts, I'm not quite that chubby. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, right, and this is from uh, Ipswich. No, Ipswich. Low stuffed. Low stuffed. Ian. Hello, mate. Um, the fat bloke who ran on the pitch at Tranmere. Why? It's. I know the fat yeah. bloke who ran on the pitch at Tranmere, <laughs> and uh, so is my partner who's sitting in the car park. Um, because he used to he used to uh, stand near us, and uh, he would get rather excited. Bless him, he's shall we say he's enthusiastic, to put it mildly. You, you, I think you have to be to, to to do a pitch invasion at Tranmere in January. <laughs> really, <laughs> it, it seemed like um, it seemed like the wrong time and place for a pitch invasion. For a pitch invasion, really. Um, and say, so, unfortunately, I think I saw there's a piece from Paul Paul Lambert. Um, Advising players not to not do something, we might pitch. possibly be subject to a fine now. Yeah, I know. He did. He did suggest we could have flares, though, didn't he, earlier on in the season? <laughs> yes, like the Germans. But hey, yeah. uh, maybe he was did just he, talking he about the jeans. Did he play in Germany? I'm not sure he did. Did he? Really? I wouldn't <laughs> have thought so. Um, we'll have to. Might have to get this guy on. Yeah, <laughs> Ash knows him as well. Ash, who does the other podcast. Um, this is also from Ian. Uh, Evening, GB and MK85. Is that your? Uh, it's, uh, it's an abbreviation of my um, Twitter handle, I think. Oh, uh, is it? Machinator85. Oh, Machinator, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, um, a collection of weapons that, of some that, description. No, no, that is, a, that is a nickname courtesy of one of your neighbours, Mr S. Skeet. Oh. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's incorrigible, bless him. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's one way to describe it. <laughs> um, Even <stat. laughs> you, you call it, yeah, he's another stato, isn't he? he is of course he's stato, stato yeah. Uh, je t'aime. Well, thank you. <laughs> so after a great seven-point week, it's all set up for a thrilling last few months of the season. Relegation was a low, but I'm loving this break from the same old. Looking forward to every game again and feeling like a kid. What say you two? I, I, I agree yeah, with that. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've looked forward to a lot more this season. and It is nice not to be playing the same teams Every season, which we have been doing, having been the longest serving mm. championship club until mm. until we fell out of the league, um, I feel at this point I need to mention it. It got so repetitive that there is there is a running joke with um, with one of the Turnstiles collective that we we play Forest every week, which obviously that 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 joke has then taken a massive knock through relegation. <laughs> obviously, and I've enjoyed it. I, I think one season will be enough, though. I definitely want to see us get out of League One at the first mm. attempt. Really. I think, um, and the novelty will soon wear off if we that is the spend thing, a few years it? in this division. And, and the standard of refereeing is absolutely appalling, isn't it? It is absolutely. And, and, and the referee at uh, where was it? Oxford, who actually admitted it was a penalty, 
but said there might have been a foul earlier on. Well, that mm. doesn't. That's not in the rules, is it? No, you can't... no. Well, we'll say in that case, I'm not sure why he didn't bring it back. Well, for he's a, either got to bring it back and give to, it, yeah. to Oxford. Um, you no, can't it's... just say, well, yeah, he's been wrestled to the ground, but uh, something happened earlier, so I'm just going to let everyone play on. I mean, what sort of rule is that? It's just ridiculous. Yeah, we we were warned how bad it was, but I don't think I don't think I could quite yeah. envisage how bad it was going to be until I'd experienced it. Mm. It's been. And it's just a wild, wildy, wildy contrast between you'll get some that are average, yeah. some that are poor, and then some that are terrible. It seems to be the needle seems to swing every different between poor and between terrible, between poor and terrible, yeah. really, depending on on what game you're watching, yeah. really. But I mean, we always we all have problems with refs, and we're always convinced they're against us, mm. like every every supporter of every team, but. Um, but in the champ, it makes the championship refs look really classy, doesn't it? And now I, I kind of feel I never should have complained about them in the first place. No. Really, I think the one thing about the League One refs is I, I don't feel it's necessarily against us. It just, no, it's they just they seem to be equally bad yeah, with yeah. both teams. Really. Absolutely, I don't, yeah. I don't feel we've been penalised any more than the team. I just think that the, the injustices feel so much worse because yeah. they seem to be real basic errors. Mm. But I can't remember the figures off the top of my head. But I was looking at what the gap is between what Championship referees are paid and what League One referees are paid and it is it's that old adage you get what you pay for mm. and I think what what they're paid per game in League One must be a sherbet dip or something pretty much well I think was it the the, the infamous linesman in front of the cobbold for the <coughs> um, was it for the Wickham home game oh god um, yeah. was, he, was he refereeing at Stowmarket yes the week, the week after yeah. wasn't he so yeah. I mean that's that's where you're coming that's where you're coming from really mm. in terms of the pool of referees you're getting for League One because the likes of your championship referees they're not going to take League One games if they're mm. getting paid a pittance for for doing the job one division lower in the football pyramid yeah, and and I think the pitchers are metaphors for the referees aren't they as well yeah, yes definitely Fantastic. Could have put your beach towels out and got a tan on the channels at, yeah. there at the weekend, I'm told. Yeah, I mean, it, noticeable that both of the goals were chips, weren't they? Or one was a cross and one was a chip into Caden uh, mm. Jackson's path, which was rather handy, because I think if um, Norwood had tried to slice past that through the middle of the defenders, that was just stuck in the mud or uh, in the Yeah, that was, that was definitely the right decision from, yeah. from Norwood for that. Yeah, and I thought that was quite good. He came on and had that impact, and if he wasn't going to score against Tranmere, the next best thing he could do was set up the winner. Mm. So, uh, Set up the winner so that uh, our large fan could run on the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> it looked funny on the telly. I don't know if you saw it. You yeah, I've, se- I've, I've seen the replay. We had to watch it's, it two or three times. It, it is. It's <laughs> it's great. <laughs> anyway, don't we, we're not meant to do this, people. So don't try that at home. <laughs> on the pitch, maybe, but not at home. Uh, Justin, Justin Grimwood. Hello, Justin. Evening, gents. Today would have been Sir Elf's one hundredth birthday. Um, a private man who was adored by his players but sometimes loathed the public relations side of the game. What do you think you would have made of modern football in the Premier League era? <sighs> I think he might have had a few harsh words, don't I you? think he might have. I don't think he'd have been a big fan at all, no. really. Um, I can't see him getting on with sort of the, the 24-7 coverage and the, the minutiae that you get now. <laughs> no. No, you're, you're quite right. I can... Uh... He was very softly spoken, wasn't he? And I'm sure he would have had a few softly spoken words to say. Yes. Yeah. It, it would be, I mean, you imagine if he came back now, he'd look at it and think, what, what on earth is going on here? And I mean, that team that went three divisions and then won the, what is now the Premiership, mm. I mean, he would look at it and think, well, we've got no chance now. We're just, no. You've just got to have lots and lots of money, haven't you? No, you haven't. Even, even if you are one of these clubs that can go up through, you... 
you don't end up winning the league. I mean, the example, I mean, Sheffield United obviously have sort of have gone through recently and they're doing quite well and they might end up with a European spot by the end of the mm. season in the Premier League. But I think that's that's more of a, an anomaly and that often punishes you. Oh, in case in point, when we finished fifth. And end up in Europe and then. End up in Europe and it's you end up with the Europa League now. The amount of preliminary games you play, mm. you look even, I mean, Wolves are back on track and not in any danger of relegating out. They no. had a bit of a rocky start to the season. Burnley the season before, smaller clubs, they can't, they don't have the squads to cope with it. You, it's, mm. it's not like, it's, I'd say, it's not like the old days. It ain't, is it, boy? It ain't, it's not it's, like the it's, old it's days. Not. No, and you're not even that old, are you, mate? Not like <sighs> some of us. Um, oh, and special uh, good luck to Tottenham tonight. If you're not sure why, just look up the fixtures. Um, did you want to know why? They're playing Norwich. Oh, yeah. Um, Come on, you Spurs. Go on, you Spurs. <laughs> uh, this is from Slowerball. Um, this is a, an email. Good evening, Blacker. Good evening, Macker. Love the show. <laughs> hey. Despite the pitch, which, which in my view didn't make any difference to either side, and neither should it have done, this was a very enjoyable encounter. We thought our possession, yet lack of goals alongside Tranmere's training ground routine opener would cost us dear. How wrong we were. Two very good town goals, but the key to the win, in my humble opinion... Oh, no. Oh, I feel embarrassed now, having to go. Slowball Bishop coming on for judge. There, I've said it, I feel dirty. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Any history, for those that haven't listened, um, um, shall we say Slowball was was doubtful about yeah, Less Bishop. than complimentary. Yeah, I think, no, actually, I think, to be fair to him, he, he realises he's a good player, just thinks that um, maybe, you know, too injury-prone and would never make it so... So hats off to you, Slowball. I'll it's, buy you a drink next time. taking the Lambert route of, of admitting when he's wrong. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> um, let's talk about our January uh, transfer activity thus far. That was quick. So keen, <laughs> so keen was Norwood to get training, he smashed his car window in order to get in. Oh. I wonder when Evans and Lambert will start knocking on the transfer window in order to strengthen when we need it, albeit they won't be smashing any transfer fee records. In which departments does the panel think we need to strengthen and before you answer keep smiling god bless dan harding god dan harding goes back a bit uh which departments does the panel think we need to strengthen it's probably at the back really isn't it because we've although they've got this guy from preston yeah yeah that's the point we haven't haven't seen much of him yet so hopefully um i mean that right back position has been obviously a little bit weak obviously with um, with Kane Vincent Young getting injured so early on it being obviously a, a three monther that yeah, really a left an asking as your only recognised right back. Obviously the mm. system we're playing at the moment, um, Edwards at right wing back is is fine, um, but not perfect. Not yeah. perfect, and I, I, I would, I'd like to see Kane Vincent Young go back into the squad when he's when he's fully fit. We want to see him rushed back, but I think the sooner he's back, the better really because he was showing a, a lot of promise. Oh um, God, yeah. Amazing player. Actually, I think if had he not got injured, we'd probably lost him in the transfer window. Yeah, that might have done us a favour, ironically. Sort of. Um, I'll rush through. This is the last one. If anyone else has emailed, there's a few more coming in, so I won't be able to take them up. Otherwise, poor old uh, Matt here won't be able to talk about Turnstile Blue, which is half the reason he's here. (laughs) Um, This is from Mark. Mark Tuxford. Hello, Mark. Um, Evening... Graham and Machinator. The transfer January. The January transfer window is still open. So where do you think we need to? Tra- oh, same question. And if you could sign any current League One player, who would it be? Silence came the yeah. reply. Yes, yeah, silence came the reply. Um, League One. I, I must admit, I probably haven't really thought about 
What no. League One players, or what opposition players? We're we... so self-centered, we don't even know anymore no, well. League One players. We don't care. No, no, no. I must admit. I, I, the enjoyable thing about this season is you, you look at opposing team sheets and you, you, you suddenly spot players you thought had retired just because mm. you've not seen them about for a bit, but they've obviously been playing their trade leagues one and two. Oh, oh I remember them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, some of them were, yeah, even Premiership players. Um, right, Matt, so you've got a few minutes left. <laughs> What are we? What can we expect to see in Turnstile Blue this weekend? Right, well, yeah, uh, issue twenty-two is out this Saturday um, before the Lincoln game. So how many game. years is that now? Oh, um, when did we start this? Twenty must have been twenty twelve. This is yeah, this is issue twenty-two of what was a one-off fanzine originally. Um, oh yes, yeah, so and we know it was why. a one-off fanzine, obviously, and we wanted to talk about the, the state of the club where it was and, and the ownership, and um, we've kept going really, and actually, we now finally the the big. The flagship piece for this issue is um, uh, the interview with Lee O'Neill um, that we were able to get the, the tail end of last year. Um, Grant Bage was able to set that up and go in and meet with Lee. Um, and do quite, I don't want to give a lot away of what's in the interview because no. I want people to read it, but it's it's quite a quite a comprehensive a or issue. Two? It's quite a comprehensive issue. Lee, uh, so <coughs> Lee, Lee was quite open in, in talking with us, and obviously we've looked at sort of his background, um, his te- his teaching background, and how how thick skills from there he's applied into what he's doing and obviously obviously his role as the academy manager as well as uh, the director of football operations and really touching on what sort of the aspirations are of, of the club and the owner really going forward and um, talk, talked about relegation last year and the impact um, it, it's a really good read, I, I've had a chance to sit and read it and it's it's a very mm. good interview, um, so that that's our that's our big flagship piece but we've got as always, we've got a nice little bit of variety, um, mixture of the serious and the not so serious. You haven't got one with you, Matt. I thought you'd be um, crib sheeting. Ah, uh, it's on the phone. I had a quick look. Oh, with, I had a quick okay. look in the green room. Okay. So, oh, yeah. um, we've got pieces. Um, I I was able to have a chat with um, uh, Ben Bloom and Dave Diamond about Blue Monday and how that all came to be and where it's got to now. Um, we've taken a look at um, the finance, current finances of the club and, and what the complications might be around any possible future sale if Marcus Evans did decide he'd, he'd had enough. Um, taking a, a not-so-serious look at the history of football. Um, we've also taken a look... We've got a guest writer in this issue, Richard Woodall. He's um, he's taken a, a look at the last 10 years, sort of 20 sort of sliding-door moments of uh, if things have gone no, differently, what, diff- how, yeah, how, if, uh, if this how things could have ended up differently for the mm. club. Um, we've also had a look at um, fan reaction to sort of previous managers, sort of going right back, sort of into the nineties. Um, so obviously, looking obviously, there's been a bit of a reaction about Lambert this season. Obviously, relationships between fans and the last few managers haven't have, uh, haven't always been great at points. So we've had a look at um, sort of historically what fans have thought, sort of going right back to sort of John Lyle, looking that far back. Um, and then we've also got a very interesting piece in there as well um, from from your neighbour, Mr. Skeet, um, as well, just looking at the the amount of. Um, Debuts that we've had in the last ten years, and really just sort of looking at what sort of how that sort of highlights oh, yeah. the what the transfer policy's been <coughs> under the current ownership. So, yeah, it's a really, really varied, varied um, collection of articles. Again, um, still only a pound. Um, we'll be obviously uh, be a few of us in the Greyhound having lunch, um, pick up copies there. But there are um, sellers um, around the ground from two o'clock as always. There's normally a few of us near Sir Alf. Um, 
near, near the fan zone entrance um, and on Portman Road itself near Sir Bobby. Normally there's a few of us. Um, we'll flag one of us down. The last four issues have sold out on day one. So Are they um, really? Yeah. Yeah, so we're hoping for uh, another set. So please do come down and say hello and uh, pick up a copy of Turnstile Blues. Can I just say, he didn't even bring me one in. So I haven't, have got, to... I, haven't, I haven't had the physical copies there under lock and key in the, right, uh, in the Turnstile Blues Fortress, uh, awaiting, really, awaiting really general sale on Saturday. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's, I'll have to try and get there for kick-off for a change mm. and see if I can pick one up. Um, other, other things that people have mentioned, uh, just in pubs over beers... Um, Bart, what do you think? What's going to happen with Bart? Yes, I'm very surprised that there wasn't a recall in January. Mm. To did, was that an oversight? Him. Do you think? Or it, did, almost, it sounds like it, it almost, almost seems it's like, to be. Whoops! We didn't know we could have got yeah, him back. Yeah, it almost seems to be, and it, it kind of fits in with the mo of the last few seasons of oh, well, we don't really know what we're doing when it comes to transfer policy. Um, I think he's managed to revitalise himself at Millwall. He seems to be quite popular with the fans there. He's putting in some good performances. Um, it would be a shame to lose him. Um, like to say, if we went back up, we could hang on to him and slot back in. But it, it might be better for all parties if he I maybe think, moved on. Yeah, really. I think, I think his, sal- his salary is, is, is the thing. That's isn't the thing. It? That's we, the we, we gave him this lovely new contract um, mm. and then promptly got relegated from yeah. the Championship. So that, that's, and that's another stopping. Stopping point, really. And of course, the Millwall fans love him, don't they? They do, and it, it'd be sad to see him go. He's he's been a great player for the club. He's obviously loved playing here over mm. his time. He's always been very enthusiastic and, and engaging with the fans. But it, it he wants to play regular first team football. Uh, he might need a fresh. He had an absolute horror season here last season. Mm. He was treated very badly by Paul Hurst, mm. really, and it's difficult to get over that. And it might be better for him if Millwall are willing to pay for him. And there's no issue, no issues about his knee this time. Um, then, um, then it might be it might be a good move for him. And I would wish him all the best if he did move on. Really, absolutely, and uh, so say all of us. Um, a few seconds to two games coming up really haven't we? we've got Lincoln and then Rotherham yeah, away what do you Rotherham think Rotherham on Tuesday and then back home with Peterborough the following Saturday yeah. another three game week yeah but we'll have another show before that so you've got two games to talk about you've got ten, nine, eight seconds quick <laughs> results 2-0 um, 2-1 <laughs> to town yes very optimistic thank you everyone bye bye